0: Welcome to the Michael Wall Show. we got a great show for you lined up today. I want to talk about something that I believe we all need to hear, even if you're positive, even if you're a motivated type person, even if you're someone that is a glass half full type person. We still need to hear this from time to time. It's the idea of really getting control of our minds, being happy, encouraging others, and changing the world. Today on the Michael Wall Show. All right, so what are we talking about? Well, it's the idea. Remember that old song, Don't Worry, Be Happy? Remember that song? Um, I remember listening to that back in the day, and, and, and then there was this rumor going around that this guy killed himself. I'm like, ah, is this how, is that true? This guy's singing Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> but it actually didn't happen. It was just a rumor that went around. And, you know, oftentimes in life, we can get frustrated with the negativity that exists. And I'll tell you, in the last year to year and a half, with all of the things happening that we're seeing, with the big C word and everything happening in our world, there are just stones being thrown one to another. And it's, it's interesting. I don't know if you've noticed this or not. I really believe I've noticed this, that I think social media is a really cool thing, but at the same time, it can be a huge detriment. I think it's caused people to be in a place where they feel comfortable that they can throw stones at other people verbally on screen typed and they don't feel like they have any repercussion you know it's like i can do it and kind of do it in a safe box and my my home and nobody really is going to hurt me or whatever so they can sometimes be more venomous and i think that is a problem because what we think about and what what we share and what we say matters so i want to say remember the old blockbuster theme be kind and rewind right let's rewind what we were doing let's rewind what we're saying let's be kind on the journey and i'm going to use a verse I'm going to get a little uh, uh, preachy on you here, I guess, in this show, but I'm going to use a verse in Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. Ephesians is in the New Testament. It's from a book called The Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, if you were young and heard that song back in the day, but it's in the New Testament. There's a verse, Ephesians 4, 32, and it's funny, we will often use this verse with our kids because it's training, it's learning, it's understanding how do we get better in interacting more positively with others, being kind to others. Here's what Ephesians 4 32 says, it says, instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, not hard hearted, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God forgave you. Now, I'm going to back up a little bit because I think it's important for us to understand a little bit of the, uh, the, the pre verse or pretext, so to speak, that we're reading here in Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse uh, 25. It says, Stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. Now, let me just stop there. What would it look like in our society today if we actually lived that out? If each person, you and I, the media, our government officials, our local officials, business owners, actually just implemented what this says here in, in, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25, stop telling lies, tell the truth. Now, this is a little bit of a a rabbit trail, but this came to my mind just right now. And I want to cover it because I think this is important. I am not in this short stint telling you how to parent your kids, but I want you to think about this for a minute. You know, when we were younger, my wife and I were younger, we have four kids, we have a 13-year-old and 11-year-old, twins are 10, we're learning on the journey, certainly. But I remember when we were younger, we made uh, kind of a little bit of a pact, my wife and I. And one of the things that we said is we are not going to lie to our kids. And you might say, well, Mike, we don't lie to our kids. I mean, we want to be truthful to our kids. My question is, do you? Because you may lie and you don't even realize it. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I remember when we were younger uh, and our kids were younger, we would hang with some families and they would say it was it was around the time of season. December's coming around, etc." cetera. And they were in a place where they'd say, oh, Johnny, did you see that light up there, that big light in the sky? I think that's Santa Claus. Now, the question is, were they lying to their children? You might say, well, Mike, come on. It's, it's Christmas time. We're talking about the Christ- it's Santa. We're just having fun. Oh, so now we're we're, we're kind of candy coating lies and saying it's OK to lie to our kids when it's the holidays and when it's Christmas. That's OK. How about Easter. Oh, go ahead and put that tooth under there or, or, you know, the not the not Easter, but the tooth, the uh, tooth fairy. Right. <coughs> I came even. What am I talking about? Yeah. Put the tooth under there and a tooth fairy is going to come. So let me ask you a question. Has have you ever seen the tooth fairy? Who's the one putting the money under the pillow? Is it you? Probably is you. What does that mean? You're lying to your kids. You may. Oh, come on, Mike. It's fun. You may not want to hear this right now. I'm just trying to be real with you. I'm telling you the truth. Ephesians tells us to do that. These are small things, but what happens is we learn to say it's okay in certain instances to not necessarily tell the truth. Now, you may or may not agree with me on this, and that's okay. Let me tell you what we did for our kids when it came to Santa Claus. What we did is we said, hey, guys, first off, let's research the story of Saint Nick, because it was a real person, and let's talk about who that person was. We also want you to know that we're the ones putting the presents here for you under the Christmas tree. Now, you know what was interesting? What was interesting is our kids went to school. They were hanging out with other kids, and they still would come home after we told them the truth, and they'd say, is Santa coming tonight? Now, the reality of it is for us is we, we let them enjoy that process. We told them, hey, you know, remember what we told you guys about who puts those presents there? So that's, that was the journey, but we let them enjoy the process of the holiday season, but we also knew that we were clear, our conscience was clear, that we said, okay, we told them the truth. We helped them research the reality of who St. Nick actually was and what the story was. This isn't about holidays and Christmas per se. It's about the idea of being kind one to another. And when we are living in a world and we're living in a place where we feel like we have to cover things up and say something that causes people to feel maybe more comfortable instead of just hearing the truth— what I'm saying is that it all starts in very small um, parameters, very small instances. You know, I've heard it's, people said before, wow, it's, I'm just telling a little white lie. So there's actually degrees of lies? When the Bible says, thou shalt not lie, does it say, thou shalt not lie with the exception of a white lie? If you say a white lie, it's okay, uh, but all other lies are wrong. Well, now who determines what's a white lie? Is it you? Is it me? Is it Mother Teresa? No, I think the Bible was very clear when it says, thou shalt not lie. Now, how does this affect our personalities and our mentality and our being mean and unkind one to another? Well, what happens is we get wrapped up in our own world and we start kind of insulating ourselves from things that really matter. We insulate ourselves from the truth. Remember the old movie before, you can't handle the truth. Remember that? And that's really true today. We have become such a bubble-wrapped society that we can't handle the truth. So what's the response in a lot of people's lives? As they hear things that are challenging to their ideals, they're challenging to what they grew up with, they're challenging to what they thought or in their own mind they believe is true, even though it may not be. Well, one or two responses occur. First response is they get angry and mad. Second response is they're, reflective they step back say hmm let me let me use this as an opportunity of maybe a way I can grow most of the time on social media when people throw daggers or darts at other people it's often because internally they're in a place where they have not achieved and lived out their dreams and their goals so what do they want to do they want to throw darts at others that are chasing theirs I think it's so important that we step back and evaluate and reevaluate through this whole season. Why are we fighting one with another? It's okay to allow someone else to make their own decision for their own life. You know, almost 20 years of being married, one of the things that I've come to understand is I cannot make my wife do anything. (laughs) Newsflash. Hey, fellas, you can't make your wife do anything. You can maybe encourage, you can mention, but you can't make them do anything. When you start to realize that, what happens is, is you, you eliminate this idea of being controlling. And this is on both spouses, by the way. Women to men, men to women. When we release that, we realize that, you know what, let's, let's not live like that. Let's live as it talks to us here in Ephesians 4.32. It says, instead, be kind one to another tenderhearted, forgiving one another. What if we had a culture that actually forgave each other of their faults on a regular basis, realizing that we're humans and we're people? Now, does that mean we just make excuses for somebody coming in and abusing or being mean to you on a regular basis, physically or emotionally? No, you have to put boundaries up. You don't just say, oh, I forgive you and move on, and then it happens again. Oh, I forgive you and move on, and it happens again. Oh, I forgive you and move on. No, no, no. You need to find some ways and areas where you can protect yourself on the journey. But as a general rule of thumb, let's not let every little thing that someone sends that potentially causes us to feel like, how dare they say they don't even know me. Why are you spending the time talking about that? I remember Zig Ziglar often would tell a story of somebody driving down the road, And he was talking about how other people actually control you in life and you allow them to do it. And here's the story he would give. So somebody's driving down the road and the guy's driving through this uh, uh, um, intersection. And all of a sudden, this person out of nowhere comes over and cuts them off. How dare these, these drivers today? I can't believe these people. What in the world? And the guy pushes, you know, pushes hard on the horn and flips in the finger and the guy drives by, right? Well, the reality of it is this guy is now upset and he goes into work and he's telling all his coworkers, can you believe these drivers today? I was coming into work and here's what happened and this person got me up. Can you believe in, he's at the water cooler. Can you believe, oh, I know this is so bad. People today, now we're having a conversation and guess what's happening? That driver that cut off this person is driving literally merrily along and has no idea That they are literally completely controlling this person's mentality. Have you ever thought about that? The anger and the frustration that you have because of something that somebody did to you is literally enslaving and keeping you in prison in your life because you're allowing them to. Boy, that's powerful. Don't give them that kind of authority. Don't give them that kind of access to your life. Instead, be kind, tenderhearted, forgive, move on. I think this is just an important conversation that we need to have today because people, we are in a place where you are so, we are so sometimes caught up in our own mindset that we're worried about all of the things that are happening out there. And we're actually forgetting all of the great things that are going on or all of the things you could be learning or, or forgetting really putting positive and, and, and growth things into your mind. You know, when you look at these verses in Ephesians 4, starting in 25, it says, stop telling lies. Instead, tell the truth. We are all part of the same body and do not sin, Let's, let, not letting it anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. That's verse 26. It's interesting, it says here in verse 27, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, stop stealing. Instead, use your hands for good work. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words can be an encouragement to those who hear them. Verse 29, can you imagine again what our society would look like if we would literally just take Ephesians chapter 4, verses 25 to 32, and pull it out, write it down, and live by those verses each and every day. And when we get angry because somebody did something, or we got wronged in somehow, some way, and we think, I can't believe they didn't know, can they, do they know who I am? Do you realize who I am? How dare you? First off, maybe they don't even care who you are. Secondly, does it really matter who you are? And thirdly, why are you allowing them controlling your life? So let's think about our responses on social media, in life. Take time to be positive. And listen, this is not something that I have just said, oh, I've never struggled with this at all. I've gotten frustrated with this through the political season, through all these repressive things that we're seeing coming out with governments and all this stuff. I've seen these things happen. But what I realize is there are some things I cannot change. Now, some things I can. And often the things that we can't change immediately, like who's in office or who's this or who's that, we can allow ourselves to get so far down the angry train that we miss out on what's needed to change things right now which is ourselves, our family, our kids, all of these things matter. When we focus on actually saying, okay, what is under my control right now? What would it look like, parents, if we actually spent the time to nurture and encourage and uplift the next generation, your children, the people that are under your care right now? You might say, Mike, I don't have any kids. Okay, well, who are you going to spend time with? I guarantee you in every city in the country and in the globe, if you look for it, you will find children that are in need, that don't have parents, that have parents that don't care about them, that are underprivileged, that are abused, that are challenged. I guarantee you can find a spot where you could spend an hour a week, an hour a month giving back, pouring in, sitting down and listening. Sharing encouragement, sharing positivity, sharing truth. You know, if you've ever been in a challenging situation with another person, a relationship, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth because it hurts. But I think if we've all been in a situation where we've had challenging situations and we've shared the truth because we knew we needed to share it, what happens is it allows us the ability to now make decisions based on the facts instead of just sweeping stuff under the rug. See, when we sweep things under the rug, what happens? The pile gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. We may want to pretend like it's not there, but it gets bigger and eventually we trip over it and we fall. (laughs) And we say, where did that come from? I'll tell you where it came from. It came from years of neglect. Doesn't it make sense to hear the truth, even though it hurts? Rip the Band-Aid off, let the actual air and the oxygen heal it? It's going to take some time to mend, yes. But then we can move on in life. We can start making decisions and taking steps to climb out of the hole that we fell into because we, we got emotionally damaged to some degree. These are the things that we need to be thinking about in life. These are the principles that we need to say. Let's be kind one to another. Let's be tender-hearted one to another. Let's forgive one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. And that's the greatest forgiveness of all, by the way. John three sixteen: for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, a lot of people know about Jesus up here, but they don't know him in here. It's very different. I'm not going to talk about that on the show today, but what I will say is it's so important how we respond in life, and I think we all need to step back, and as, the, the again, the old blockbuster theme used to say, be kind and rewind, let's rewind our thoughts. Let's rewind our actions. Let's be kind one to another. Let's get positive things in our mind. Let's shut off the negativity. Let's turn off the noise. Let's turn off people in our lives that are constant. They used to call them when I was on the book field, Ned negatives. They're sitting on your shoulder and they're just whispering in all the time, these little negative thoughts. You don't need that. Shut it off. Put positive people in your life. Be intentional about listening to shows like this. There's, a, there's hundreds of shows that we've already produced on The Michael Walsh Show. Go back and binge listen or binge watch because I promise you if you do, it'll encourage you in life. It'll challenge you to take steps to the next thing. You may say, well, I've listened to one last. I listened to one. Listen more. If you constantly go back to your negative thought, what that means is you are not there in reprogramming your brain to positivity. It's a process. You need to change the pathways in your brain. Only you can do that. It's your choice, and I believe that if we're committed to that journey, what will happen is one person, one family, one child, one friend at a time, we will change the world. It's not easy. It's not overnight, but it's going to take time. It's going to take effort, and the question is, are you up for the challenge, or do you just want to sit there and sulk in the negativity and talk about how everybody's against you, and then you take that anger and throw it out to someone else? That's compounding in a negative way. Let's change the compounding, to positivity, and then we see change. That's what I'm hope. That's really my hope for you, for us as a society. I hope that challenged you on this show today. Take some time and go to Ephesians and look those verses up. Download the Google, uh, the, the, uh, not the Google app, but download the, the Bible app. Download what you need. Get the information. It's going to be on screen throughout the show as well, so you've read it. Go back, rewind it, watch it again. It's so important. And take a minute and share this show with your circle, people that, are, that you're interacting with, you're connecting with. Man, you need to hear this. We all need to be accountable. Let's hold each other accountable. Why don't you do that? Share that with five or six people that you're going to say, okay, we're going to start the process of holding each other accountable, that when we connect with one another, we are going to be positive. We're going to talk about the truth. There's hard things. But we're going to be positive about how to work and deal through these things. And we're going to hold each other accountable on the journey. I guarantee you, you will find yourself seeing opportunity and ideas in life you never saw before because you're looking for the good. Be a good finder in life. Share this with others that need to hear it as well. And as always, my desire is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Now, listen, if you're out there and you're investing your money and you're doing your thing, you got some questions on how to improve that journey. You may not know. I have multiple financial companies been in the game for years. We have another podcast slash show as well, depending on where you show up and watch or listen to this called the invest well show. I want to challenge you to jump over there and get some great information so you can learn how to invest well along the way until next time. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon.